Welcome in to a very special edition of Sportball. I'm your boy Sam, with me as always, our Seth and Kyle. I come to you humbly with only four drinks in front of me. It's wow. good to be back. Good day for you. It's nice to be back, boys, after our long hiatus, huh? It was necessary, some might say. We needed to cleanse our minds, bodies, spirits, and bowels. In that order. <laughs> Seth is now in Minnesota. Fuck him. Yeah. We didn't need him here. Kyle and I yeah, hold out the dirty six thirty. A lot of big changes this summer for your boy. So I'm uh, got a new job, new town, new house coming soon, new niece, all sorts. New of niece, stuff. who this? Would you get a knee replacement? <laughs> <laughs> Both knees, actually. Um, But same old love for sport ball. And Mm. even closer proximity to my boys in Minnesota. Purple and gold, baby. Kirk Cousins. (laughs) And Rudy Gobert. Don't forget, he's close to him. Of course. Hey, by the way, shout out Belgium. Am I right, boys? Do you think they miss us over there? Why wouldn't they? (laughs) Uh, good Before shit. we get into I mean, it's it, like, go ahead. I came across an article here. This is a sport podcast. It has nothing to do with basketball, though. We're taking it to the pitch. What History pitch? has been made. A goalie in England became the first person in 150 years to get a red card for peeing in a bush during a match. <laughs> Blackfield and Langley's keeper, Connor Maseko, was shown a straight red for urinating in a hedge during their FA Cup first qualifying round. (laughs) Didn't even double yellow him. (laughs) (laughs) Even though he was double yellowing all over that hedge. (laughs) The joint manager of the team had this to say. He wasn't in the public's vision. It's not like he was brandishing his parts. He was in the hedges having a wee whilst trying to find the ball. I mean, I see nothing wrong with it. While trying to find the ball. Like the ball went out of bounds and he ran over there to get the ball and then figured out, might as well pee while I'm at it. Sounds like. Was the game like held up waiting for him to find the ball and he was just peeing? I I, I don't know the, 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 uh, that many details of it, but. He's like, hold on, hold on. Last drops. I'll get the ball in a second. (laughs) I'm glad you I thought that it was like attention. they were dominating the game so much. She's like, I can literally go <laughs> pee in the hedges and they're not going to score. <laughs> the referee's words after the match. If he'd asked me, I would have sent him off. <laughs> I can say I'm, I'm on the goalkeeper's side here. You're fetching a ball, taking a wee. What's it matter? Justice for the justice for the peer. Well, thank you for bringing that to our attention, Kyle. You're welcome. What are we if we're not really, breaking news? It really feels like we never left. I mean, to come in hot with such a, a news article? I'm drinking a beer that tastes like water. What's it to you? We're in mid-season form. Kyle can't taste. <laughs> He's never not had a taste damn anyway. thing. <laughs> the poor man. 
He didn't have any Honestly. senses inside of his mind, and now he can't Dude, taste anything either. This is truly one of the things I'm most worried about. If my taste or smell never comes back, I'll never yeah. actually know what, remember or know what things smell or taste like again. Oh my God, that's so true. Can you picture a banana right now? Like, can you taste it? I'm going to leave, I think. <laughs> All right, so Kyle's here with, with two out of seven, six senses left. Feel and, Mentally, uh, zero sight. out of any senses. <laughs> zero out of six in his mind. This is, uh, we've come back for the one thing that could really bring us back, and that's the NFL preview. Probably, the is this our favorite part of the year, or is the NBA preview our favorite part? I don't know. NBA midseason awards are usually pretty good, too. NBA midseason awards, he says. <laughs> that's, that's, that's typically a good podcast for us. <laughs> How long has it been since we has it been like a month, right? At least, yeah. Well, welcome back, us. Um, we're gonna we're gonna give the people what they want. Okay, we're gonna pick every division, we're gonna pick every playoff team, we're gonna pick the Super Bowl, an MVP, and I have instructed everyone to come up with one hot take to shock the listeners into submission. I can't wait for Kyle's submission. <laughs> All right. Let's start off with division picks, boys. Are you guys ready? So you strapped in? You strapped on? I took a cool seven minutes directly before the podcast to do the research and write down some names. So, yes, I'm ready. This is classic us. All right. Now, this is in no particular order, except it's in the order that DraftKings listed all the divisions in. Shout out DraftKings. How many times must I ask them to sponsor us before they actually – have the guts to do it. Do you think other podcasts that they're they're <laughs> they're supporting have listeners in Belgium? Not a fucking chance. <laughs> All right. So first division, NFC East. Or should I say NFC least? Am I right, boys? We have <clears throat> Cowboys and Eagles tied right now in the odds, both at plus 150. The commanders, the Washington Commanders, in case anyone's keeping up, the commies at plus 500, and the New York Giants. Of New York, eight to one to win the division. I'll start us off. I'm picking the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, I think we would probably all agree it's between two teams here. Um, they have the best offensive line in the league, or one of the best at least. They just traded for AJ Brown, who Kyle and I have always coveted. Added Jordan Davis in the draft. They're just building a stacked team here, and they on just- the other side. They just robbed the New Orleans Saints, too, of one of the best slot cornerbacks in the league. (laughs) Gardner Johnson. Yeah, for a fifth and a seventh round pick, and then the worst of their two sixth round picks or something in, like, 2025. That trade might have put them over the edge for this division, actually. If they New Orleans traded him before... The end of last season, he probably they would have probably got like a second round pick for him. And you that's a guy you love to have on your team and you hate to have on the other team because he's one of those instigators that just starts a fight with every receiver he's covering. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the other side of the coin, the Cowboys, the other team favored to win this division. I worry about the fact that Tyron Smith went down, who, as we know, is basically the key to their success somehow. If you look at the numbers when he's playing and when he's not playing, they're a completely different team. That's their left tackle that went down. 
So, you know, everything being being even, I'm going to go with the Eagles. I am a little worried about Jalen Hurts and how he's going to look this year and see if he progresses with his accuracy and with his passing ability. But I think he does enough to take this team to the division. What say you, Seth? Yeah, I, I think it's a pretty close, you know, maybe a coin toss between those two teams. I mean, literally, um, right? They're both plus 150. Right. It's uh, I always feel like it's hard to kind of not be skewed by like fantasy football in these discussions because I think Jalen Hurts is such a such a great fantasy quarterback because of his running ability. It's hard to know exactly like how high I should be on him in the real NFL and how big of an impact he's going to make on the Eagles. I think some of that is mitigated, like you said, by the uh, their quality offensive line. And that especially with his ability to scramble, like even if he's not the most accurate passer, he should be able to have plenty of time at least to connect with his receivers. That being said, I think um, all in all, I, I would probably rather have Dak if I was a real NFL team. Um, Agreed, yeah. But again, like you pointed out, the injury to Smith on the offensive line like could be more impactful than the average fan might think. So I think I'm with you. I think I'd give the the small edge to the Eagles this year. Um, I think they're at least looking up and the Cowboys are kind of been hit a plateau from last year or trending a little bit down with the departure of Amari Cooper. You know, you, you expect CeeDee Lamb to step up, but overall I feel like the Cowboys have either – stayed the same or gotten worse since last year so yeah you can't say they got better in the offseason you know and they barely won the division last year over the eagles so you you gotta think that gap is narrowing kyle you picking the eagles as well hands down i think i texted you maybe a month ago about it but you know the injuries to dallas are somewhat worrisome i mean i'm not worried about cd but really you know, having only one major wide receiver option and then Dalton Schultz is going to be most likely their their second option on offense. Dalton's great receiving tight end, as we saw last year. But everything that you mentioned about the Eagles, all the additions they've made, A.J. Brown should be huge. If he has a fully healthy season, he's going to have – probably the best season of his career. Um, the defense, the, the changes they've made on defense, as we mentioned, incredible. The offensive line adjustments that they've made, huge for the for Hertz rushing upside. Um, you know, it's just, they also, I think they have one of the, what is it, like top five easiest strength of schedules this year too, I want to say. They have one of the easiest schedules in the league and I dabbled a bit on them to be the number one seed of the NFC just because of that. I mean, they are up against a cakewalk of a schedule. Yeah. I had it pulled up, but it's gone now. Let me see if I can pull it up while you vamp for a while, Kyle. Um, He's vamping. All right. They got lions. There you go. I see lions. I see Vikings. They have, the, they have the second easiest strength of schedule this year. <laughs> so they play they play the NFC North, which, 
you know, there's no great shakes. We're all in the division. We know. Uh, they play obviously their own division, which is fucking ass. And then the, their extra games, they got the Jags, they got the Cardinals, they got the Steelers, they got the Texans, they the Colts, Titans. Fuck the Titans, am I right? And they got the Saints, and they got How yeah, could they you got say such Bears. a thing. Tighten down. I'm sorry, you're right. We did meet <laughs> follow podcaster Taylor Luen in Nashville recently. Wow. Well, not to me. We're on a last name basis. We shared libations so, uh, with the man. The man bought us top shelf tequila. For he bought us an entire him. bottle. He's just a nice man. Top shelf tequila. <laughs> that being said, his team's not winning his division this year, but we'll go over that later. All right, so we all have the Eagles. I'm high on the Eagles. I think they could honestly be the number one seed in the AF- NFC. I think they could maybe make a playoff run if Hurts is competent enough. Let's move on to our – I'm uh, never mind. I'll save it for my hot take. Oh, what a tease! Let's move on to our precious, precious division, the NFC North. Mm-hmm. Packers favorite at minus one seventy five. Vikings at plus two fifty. Getting a lot of action from the sharps. Everybody loves the Vikings. Vikings this, Vikings that. Vikings Super Bowl. Lions ten to one. Bears fifteen to one. Now. Seth, I guess we'll start with you. And why don't you tell us why you're picking the Vikings? Why wouldn't I? I've seen uh, I've seen professional football. I paid attention in the offseason. <laughs> That's why I'm picking the Vikings. Uh, Packers lost their number one wide receiver. Um, the Bears are ass, obviously, so they're completely out. The Lions Correct. are ass light and so it's <laughs> basically light. between <laughs> the vikings and the packers um and i mean everything's going to come down to our new coach right i think we can all agree that uh i don't even want to speak his name we're we're past with him um mike zimmer yeah <clears throat> i want to say irv zimmer which is interesting i think that's because there's a guy from my church growing up whose name was Irv Zemer. Anyways. <laughs> and then we have Irv Smith Jr. who is coming back on the Vikings. Great segue. That's another reason why I like them this year. Um, they've got their number one tight end back who I think mm-hmm. will be a factor in, in the passing game. Give Kirk another target um, other than the opposing team's defensive line. <laughs> uh, and so I think our offense will be will be cooking with the new coach, and we really have like, if you look at it, we have all the offensive weapons that you could want, other than a quarterback that you can actually trust. Um, so I don't know. I just think Justin yeah. Jefferson steps up this year. Thielen's yeah. still like at the tail end of his prime. We've got two great running backs. You know, even if Cook goes out, we're fine. What's not the like? I mean, certainly the one thing that seemed to befall the Vikings in the past few years is coaching gaffes and just kind of blowing the end of games. So if your new coach, Kevin O'Connell, he of the Rams fame, is everything that he seems to be cracked up to be as an offensive mind, you know, you would think that would solve a lot of those problems, right? And we could see right back in the thick of the playoff race. Kyle, you would think. tell me where I mean, the Bears 
<laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Sorry, what were you gonna say, Seth? Let's Seth say his piece about his precious team first. All yeah. I can say is that the one thing we can count on with the Vikings is that they will do whatever will be most heartbreaking at the end of the season. So that's correct. They will most likely lose the Super Bowl on a game-winning field goal kicked by Greg Joseph that he makes that he misses. <laughs> Kyle, tell us why the Bears are going to win the division. I honestly had a very hard time with this division. <laughs> I, I'm high as I could be on the Bears, as I am every year. <laughs> so four wins? <laughs> come, Yeah, come back to me in about four weeks. We'll see where I'm at. But um, love what, you know, Poles and Eberflus have done over the offseason. We're not most likely going to make the playoffs this year, but we could be a surprise. We could be a dark horse. I think we are a dark horse. Um, we could be a dark horse for worst team in the league and that we are the worst. We're definitely team. not going to be the worst team in the league. And I, Have we not bet on this yet? Cause I feel like we have, and if we haven't, we're going to, um, <laughs> but no, I was, uh, I was between the Vikings and the Packers. And really the only reason I'm even contemplating the Packers is just because it seems like, you know, as much as I hate the man, Aaron Rodgers, he found ayahuasca. So um, he's a <laughs> he's a new man. Um, he opened his mind. Worried about n- no Devante, obviously. Um, but, you know, as a secondary wide receiver, Lazard had a good year last year. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Rodgers can elevate any player on – his roster um but I, I just don't know for the vikings right how quickly is um kevin o'connell going to be able to implement right the the um a good offense, right? You know, it's another one of these Sean McVay disciples. We saw what um, Zach Taylor did, right? It took him a year or so to kind of figure it out uh, in Cincinnati. But, I mean, he's got that offense purring. Now you have the the previous offensive coordinator for the Rams with his first head coaching job. Um, if they're really going to end up being a more pass heavy team with Justin Jefferson as your leading wide receiver, that's going to be scary for other teams to defend. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm so torn here, but because it's the Vikings and Seth already picked them, I'm going to go with the Packers. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go Packers as well. I just don't know. I'm not sure. Their defense is very Devante. good too. I didn't even mention yeah. it. Their defense is one of the best Devante. in the league. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, missing Devontae hurts, but the rest of this team is stacked still. And, like, Aaron Rodgers is going to find a way. He's the best quarterback in the league or the second or third best, whatever it might be. And they have elite running backs in A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones who can both catch the ball as good as any other running back in the league. And their defense is probably one of the best in the league with elite secondary. And I just think they have enough to get it done. I think the Vikings are going to be very good as well, though. I think I think they've closed the gap for sure. Um, so I think that'll be an interesting race. And 
they're playing each other week one. So we'll, we're going to learn a lot, I think, this, this upcoming week about these two teams. Uh, let's move on to the NFC South. Bucks favorite at minus 250. Saints plus 310. Panthers 9 to 1. Falcons 35 to 1. Uh, I'm going to pick the Bucks. I think the Saints. I feel like that's probably consensus. Them. Yeah. I think the yeah, Saints think, might challenge them. Well, I, I mean, I have a few concerns. I'm a little concerned about the offensive line issues. Um, but I think, you know, Brady gets rid of the ball very quickly. I think he'll find a way. It just, I mean, the man led the NFL in passing yards and touchdowns last year. So I'm not sure we can really say he's washed at all. <laughs> in fact, he's, he's dirty. He's never taken a bath. Um, and their defense is still elite. You still can't run on Vita Vea. So, yeah, I think the Bucks. But I do think they don't the have Stomp Payton. I know. It will, we'll see how much for the Saints the coaching change matters, but – they're lurking still, and I mean, adding a, a rookie wide receiver, Alave, that we all I think like, uh, getting Jameis Winston back healthy to not have the scourge of Taysom Hills, Taysom Hills multiple wipe having asses. Their and quarterback, he see, I think, he could see now. This will be the first time in his career if he plays a full season that he could actually see where he's throwing. <laughs> I mean, last year he barely threw any interceptions. No, he just went to BYU, so I assume. Uh, Oh my God, <laughs> James! James, Cross Lasik only had a few interceptions last year when he was healthy. I mean, he could exactly. See yeah, I think I think the I'm just like worried about good. Michael Thomas, right? Obviously, the reports have been yeah good, but it's like that's the man missed almost what almost an entire season, right? So. Yeah. He, if he is healthy, I guess I, I'm with you there. We do know Jameis can support multiple, like, top-end wide receivers. So if Olave turns into the NFL receiver that we expect him to be, yeah, you're right. I mean, I feel like we're underrating the fact that their leading receiver last year was Deontay Harris, who is now Deontay Hardy. He changed his name. He was so ashamed of being the number one wide receiver on the Saints. So – I think that makes a big difference, and their defense is still one of the best in the league, right? So, I mean, I think the Bucks still have it. They still have a league team, but I, I see the Saints a knocking. What about you, Seth? Do you agree with the Bucks pick? Yeah, I mean, I would rather – I would rather not bet against Tom Brady to make the playoffs or even win the division. So, I think until we're proven otherwise, that's what I'm going to go with. But yeah. – um, Slight spoiler for five minutes from now. I think the Saints may also make the playoffs. So, yeah, I mean, I think the the Bucks can regress a bit with this all line issues and still win the division at ten seven or whatever yeah. and be fine. Um, all right, <clears throat> NFC West. Rams favored at plus one thirty. Niners hot in their tail at plus one fifty. Cardinals at plus four hundred. Fuck the Cardinals and the Seahawks at twenty to one now that they lost Seth's beloved Russell Wilson. All right. Kyle, you want to start us off? Who are you picking in this division? I mean, it's the Rams. I, I'm not worried about these reports on Stafford's elbow. Um, obviously, they said they're going to monitor him, but it's like he played <laughs> – what was that game in Detroit 
where I'm pretty sure he dislocated his shoulder. He couldn't move his arm. They called a timeout. They were going to take him out of the game. He said, if we need one more play, put me back in. Went into the game, threw a touchdown pass to win the game with like five seconds left. I can't remember what year that was. So, he's I mean, tough. He's extremely tough. I mean, they call yeah. him Frat Stafford for a reason. Um, <laughs> but the best defense in the league, you add Allen Robinson now, who's got the best quarterback of his career throwing him the ball. Um, obviously, again, Stafford can support multiple top-end receivers. Like, they're probably going to have, what, Cup's going to be one or two on the year, depending on how Jefferson does, um, in my opinion. And then Allen Robinson might also finish as, like, a top 15, top 12 wide receiver. Like, add that to a healthy Cam Akers. Mm. Like, I, I just – there's – I don't know really how you bet against them to not win. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I against them to win the division. Super Bowl champion, yeah. their team is still stacked. Like, what else do you need to say? They got Aaron Donald back. They lost. They lost Von Miller and gained Bobby Wagner, who was like third in tackles last year. So right. basically, Von Miller. <laughs> they lost exactly. They lost Robert Woods and gained Allen Robinson. They're gonna get o- Odell Beckham Jr. probably back like halfway through the year. They haven't um, even taken his name off of his locker yet. Yeah, there you go. I think the Niners are still going to be really good, especially Agreed. if Trey Lance is is good or gets benched for Jimmy. <laughs> I think they'll still be very good. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if they won the division, but it's definitely between those two, and I'm, I'm going to take the Rams. Do you guys want to do the NFC playoffs picture now, or do you want to go to the NFC divisions? I don't give a shit. We're going to NFC playoff picture. So I have... <clears throat> in this order, Packers is the one seed, then Eagles. What? Huh? How dare you? The one seed? Jesus. You don't like that? No, I don't like that. I mean, they've been the one seed the last two years. Yeah, and they got they Devontae Adams the last two years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our division kind of sucks. Like, I feel like they're just going to stack up a bunch of wins. So I have the Packers, Packers at one, Eagles at two, Rams at three, Bucks at four. Those are my four division winners. Then I have the Niners at the five seed, Seth's Minnesota Vikings at the sixth seed, and then the Saints is the seventh seed. And I think probably nine and eight, maybe even eight and nine gets you that last spot in this week NFC. What do you got, Kyle? Kind of a spoiler for my hot take, I guess. I have the Eagles one. Already uh, bet it, baby. We're we're one mind. The Rams two, the Bucks at three, and the Packers at four. The Cowboys at five. The 49ers at six. And I was a toss-up here, but I had to pick the Cardinals at seven. Ugh. Just because we already have a bet, I I, I bet you that they're going to go over their season win total, which I'm not confident about anymore. Especially I now that, especially now that Rondo Moore might not even play the first week. Whatever, you know, you're going to start off that. I mean, anytime you have a uh, you know the 45th best receiver in the league might not play for a while, you really got to be worried. I mean, go ahead. 
<laughs> you really sent them off. All right, so um, I have the Rams with the one seed. Just to show that I'm not a complete homer. And then I'll transition into being a complete homer, but the Vikings is the two seed. Vikings two seed. Wow. Easy, easily. Yeah. I was being restrained, restraining myself. Uh three seed, I think the Eagles, and then the Bucks will be the last division champion. And then I'll say Packers five, Niners six, Saints seven. So you you gave me golf for having the Packers at the one seed, but from the same division you have the Vikings at the two seed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, My, neither of us. Neither it's of not us contradictory Cowboys, at all. Neither of us are the Cowboys making it. You didn't, huh? Wow. Yeah, I can see. I I feel like that last spot is kind of up for grabs for me between the Saints and the Cowboys. Um, I feel like the last two are really between the Vikings, Saints, and Cowboys. In my estimation, you're gonna be eating your words. What what words? That you think the Vikings are on the playoff bubble? Oh, yeah. I mean, should we make a? We I said we got to make a bet about this. Kyle, you're the bet man. Yeah. What? <laughs> Um, uh, we should just bet bet the Vikings won the division, okay? Yeah, yeah. Do you want it straight up? You want to get better odds than that? Who's betting on the Vikings to win the division? Seth is, and I'm betting on the Packers. I mean, I have the Vikings possibly not making the a wild card. I'll leave this between you two. Disgusting. Ten bucks, baby. Let's go. Kyle, put in your notes. All right. All right. AFC, shall we? Now that we bored the listeners with playing bookies. Please. Uh, Let's start off with the AFC West, a real barn burner right off the bat. Best division Mm -hmm. of the league, hands down, butts up. Chiefs at plus 175. Chargers at plus 220. Seth's Denver Broncos at plus 260 and the Raiders at plus 650. The Raiders. Just tell us why I'm going to pick Denver before you go suck off Russell Wilson off screen. (laughs) First of all, it'll be on screen. Secondly, (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually not going to pick the Broncos. I think, I mean, I'm going to pick them to make the playoffs, obviously. You hearing this, Kyle? Is Russell Wilson hearing this? Russ Did you see the basketball court he has? He doesn't deserve <laughs> to win. It's basically it's fucking terrible. There's no three point line. <laughs> it's half of glass courts. <laughs> it's literally a racquetball court with a fucking net up there. Did you hear? I was listening to a pod today, and they said his house is twenty five million dollars and has four bedrooms <laughs> and twelve <laughs> bathrooms. It's the most expensive property sold in Denver, or, or most expensive home sold in Denver ever. So that means he has three kids. So that means if he has, if he has a guest over, they can't sleep anywhere in his twenty-five million dollar house. He bought a twenty-five million dollar house with no guest room. I bet he has a really nice tent. Court. <laughs> Fucking outrageous. Okay, sorry. Continue, Seth. 
Well, I can't speak for much, but I'll tell you the bedroom. The master bedroom in this house is quite nice, speaking from experience. Um, I think it'll take a, just a little bit of, of adjustments for the Broncos, right? Figuring out new offense with a new quarterback and Russ figuring out, you know, how to how to play in a new offense where he can really cook. That's that's not in Seattle. And I think that the Chiefs are really going to come out swinging. And I think they feel embarrassed by how the playoffs ended last year. And Patrick Mahomes wants to show the league that he's still the best quarterback. So I think record-wise, you know, most likely scenario is that the Chiefs win the division. But I definitely agree this is one of the best divisions we've seen in a long time. Kyle? I have the Chargers. The I mean, you're one of the best young quarterbacks in the league in Herbert the Berber. The Berber. One of the, the best running backs in the league. Another great defense, obviously. Mm. And then Mike Williams and, and Keenan Allen are probably uh, – Top four wide receiver duo in the NFL. Oh I mean, yeah, gotta be right. Exactly. Like what? What more? What more do you need? I mean, they gotta be top, maybe. I mean, it's the best Justin wide receiving Jefferson duo. Mm-hmm. Jefferson and Chase Thielen. and Higgins. It's it's Chase and Chase, Higgins. Oh, yeah, right. and... AJ Brown, Devontae could be a sneaky one. Cup and Robinson too. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, anyway, continue. those would be the four. Let's rank all of the receiver duos in the NFL one thirty-two. <laughs> I mean, oh, 32. Shit, didn't even think about Diggs and Gabe. Yeah. Well, we'll see about Gabe. There's nothing to see. He showed it all last year. Now he's a full-time role. I mean, he did score four touchdowns in a playoff game. Exactly. I mean, has Mike Williams ever done that? I don't think so, because they can't even make the playoffs. Continue anyway. You're going to pick the Chargers, and they're going to miss the game-winning field goal to make the playoffs. Go ahead, though. There's nothing more to say. I picked the Chargers. I mean, on paper, the Chargers have got to be, like, one of the top five most talented teams in the league, right? Like, they are fucking stacked. I just have some qualms about the certain juju that comes with the Chargers. A, they don't have a home field advantage because they play at a soccer stadium that no one goes to, unless you're the other team's fans. B, Brandon Staley. I have my doubts. I don't. See, their kicker is always ass, guaranteed, no matter who it is. They could literally have fucking Justin Tucker on their team, and he would probably hit the pylon on a 60-yarder dude for the game winner. A 60-yarder? <laughs> okay, okay, maybe. It's a 60-yarder. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pick the Chiefs. Obviously, I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Any- <laughs> I'm not going to be surprised if anyone wins this division. Uh, similar to Devontae, you know, you know, they lost Tyreek, but I just don't know if it really matters as far as winning the division, at least. Um, I think Mahomes, like you said, Seth, is it's like, oh, you you think I need Tyreek? Watch this. And I think he the, I mean, they have a good. The real question is for the season, they're gonna have good juju or bad juju? Mm. It's a great question. Yeah, I think adding juju helps a lot. I mean, he was, he was really good before Big Ben's arm turned into Linguini. And they added Sky Moore in the draft. 
And Travis Kelsey is still that he is him. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. As the kids say. So I still, I still have the chiefs, but it's going to be, it's going to be a bloodbath in this division. Let's move on to the opposite of that division, the AFC South, which I fucking hate. We got the Colts favorite at minus 130, the Titans at plus 175, the Jaguars at plus 750, the Texans are 30 to 1. I hate all these teams. I've been saying it for three years now. This is sneakily the worst division in the league, not the NFC least. Um, the Titans lost A.J. Brown over the offseason, as we know. Tannehill started the game and ended the game with interceptions and sprinkled one in between in their disgusting playoff loss. Derrick Henry, his efficiency waned last year. Is he too old? Is he too aged? I don't know. I'm going Colts, but these teams all fucking suck. All the Colts did was move on from the scourge of Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan, whose arm is like, I guess, like a little sturdier than Linguini, maybe like a Masacholi, but it's not that great. So, <laughs> Make sure he's one of the most accurate know. passers in the league. Masacholi arm. <laughs> he's a Masacholi arm. <laughs> I don't know. I think they all suck. The Colts win at nine and eight, and we all go home. Is that what happens in this division for a year? Yeah, the one exactly. team that has hope is like the Jaguars. They're actually like kind of fun team, and they had like three yeah. months last year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who are you picking? Um, Who are these shitty teams you gonna pick? Yeah, I, I mean, I have the Colts penciled in. I kind of like the Titans. I like Mike Vrabel, and I'm a I'm a yeah. Derrick Henry apologist. I'm a Taylor Luan stan. And we all are after Taylor. what he did to us. But I just can't stomach it after what I saw in the playoffs last year. I was kind of a a Tannehill apologist before that, but um, I just I don't want to get burned again. So, yeah, yeah, probably the Colts find a way. Kyle, I too have the Colts. Uh, I have the same worries about. Well, I guess not the same worries about Tennessee. I, um, you know. They're... First of all, Taylor, turn off the podcast. All right, good. <laughs> I'm still high on Tannehill. I think he's a great quarterback. But you're high on Tannehill. You're high on something been. if you're thinking that. Hmm. Always have been. Um, no, but you know, who's to say how Derrick Henry is going to perform? You know, coming off of the injury. Yeah, getting up there in age finally. Robert Woods also coming off of an injury. Bobby Trees. Uh, yeah. Uh, Traylon Burks had the most roller coaster of a preseason. Like, very bad usually, offseason for him. Usually, teams aren't playing their star rookies past like the first quarter in the first preseason game. He played into the fourth. <laughs> like, he seems like he still has a lot to prove to them. I, I think, think they're lighting a fire under his ass, you know? I think he can yeah. be very good. I, he yeah. has what it takes, but uh, time will tell if year one is the year where he does that. For sure. The Colts, on the other hand, still, you know, uh, really good defense. Who knows when um, – um, I can't think of his name. Uh, Darius Leonard, when Darius Leonard is going to return for the defense, which will be huge once he does return, obviously. Yeah. Um, Michael Pittman, though, he is him. He is. I think we know that. Uh, and then 
this is the best quarterback they've had since Andrew Luck left the team. So, yeah, easily. I mean, form MVP. Although Carson Wentz almost won an MVP, so they just hand him out these days. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fuck this division. I don't. I don't want to talk about it anymore. AFC North, more interesting. Ravens favored a plus one forty, despite the Bengals made the Super Bowl last year. The aforementioned Bengals right behind a plus one seventy. The Browns dare I even speak their name at plus three eighty. All my homies hate the Browns. The Steelers ten to one, despite having a better quarterback this year than Big Ben. Uh, I'll start us off by picking the Ravens. First of all, I can't wait to root against the Browns this year. They have fucking Jacoby Brissett, or as I told Kyle earlier today, call him Jacoby Brisket because he's cooked. This guy has nothing left in the tank. You saw how bad he was from Miami last year. The Steelers, I feel like, are going to be sneaky good because any QB is better than Ben last year. I mean, he was really, really bad. Mitch Trubisky, we all sneaky like him. George Pickett's going to come in eventually. George Pickett? I just combined (laughs) George Pickett's and Kenny Pickett. It's easy to do. Yeah, it's true. Uh, So I think they'll be sneaky good. Uh, the Bengals are still young and they should avoid that Super Bowl hangover, don't you think? Like, they're not going to be terrible. But I just think the Ravens have enough to get it done. They were literally the most injured team in the league last year. They lost both of their starting quarterbacks, both of their starting running backs. Lamar, for a good chunk of the season, they still went eight and nine. Like, I just don't know how I'm not expecting them to get four more wins this year. And as we know, a healthy Lamar and a hardball coach team usually gets 12 wins. So I'm going Ravens here, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals steal it. What say you, Kyle? You know, I'm uh, I'm Team Joe. I'm rolling with the Bengals. Um, you know, last year was eye-opening in what they can be. Um, obviously made it to the Super Bowl. Extremely unexpected. Second half of the year. Once Zach Taylor kind kind of re redesigned his game plan and leaned a lot more on the pass, they were the most explosive offense in the league. Obviously, we know right the best wide receiver duo in the league. I feel like people sleep on Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. He's uh, probably top six running back in the league. He's up there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just high on what they showed last year, and I really don't see a reason why they would regress. Yeah. And, I, you I think know, they avoid Baltimore, that hangover. Baltimore worries me a little bit in the fact that their second best wide receiver is Devin Duvernay. <laughs> so, and well, really, their second best I mean, receiver is actually Isaiah Likely, as we know. That's true. Yeah. Big on Rashad Bateman, but I'd like to see him actually like do it throughout a full season. So, yeah. 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 That's a good point. That's going to be their weak spot for sure. Yeah. As it always is. Yeah. Right. I think we're, we're all more or less on the same page. I'm going to take the Bengals as well. They're in this unique position for this year and to some extent next year where they have all their key players on rookie contracts. Mm-hmm. With obviously Burrow and Chase, and I think Higgins is like 
is going to get too, paid yeah. next year. He's, he was yeah. drafted the year before at Chase, right? So Right. So if they can capitalize on this year before they need to start, and, like, next year they'll still have Burrow and Chase on rookies. So it's like this yeah. is really their window before they're going to mm-hmm. have to start making some tough decisions. And they did bolster their offensive line. So That's a good point. That was their biggest um, weakness, right? And they signed a bunch right. of free agents to shore that up. Right. So they really, they're another one of those teams like the Chargers where they just like, when you look at them on paper, they're stacked, right? We've got Adam McPherson, who's clearly one of the best kickers in the league after what he showed mm-hmm. in the playoffs. So um, I like the Bengals, but I'm, I feel like I'm high on the Ravens as well. And they have showed that they can be an elite offense in the past without that much in the passing game, right? The occasional. Yeah. 12-yard pass on third down to Mark Andrews, and then everything else is, like, pounding the run game with Lamar running as well. Um, as long as he doesn't shit his pants during a game, they're, they should be all right, but, yeah. He pulled a Paul Pierce. <laughs> yeah. Remember when so, Evan, Evan uh, McPherson said, well, I guess we're going to the AFC Championship game before he went out and kicked the, the game-winning field goal, and then also the during the Super Bowl. During halftime, like, we just watch the halftime show. <laughs> I, I feel like we're also. I, I I feel like the consensus is that the Bengals' defense also isn't really that good, but they were like their defensive line was one of the best defensive lines in the league last year. They did lose Larry Ogunjobi, who was huge for them. Um, but you flawlessly pronounced that. Thank you. <laughs> I've been practicing all day. Excuse me. <laughs> Um, that was enough. He just drops that. Got me choked up a little bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think that they have a good replacement player in um, BJ Hill, who played there last year. They didn't see the field yeah. together a ton. But when Ogan Joby went down in the playoffs, BJ Hill stepped right up. And I think they limited opponents to like 20 points per game throughout the entire playoffs. Yeah. Against the yeah, they have like the a league. they have a very interesting defense that's like not a lot of stars, but like some castoffs from other teams that were kind of like cheap free agents that were mm-hmm. still like good. Like they just have solid people at every position, you know. And right. I think that's going to work out again for them this year. All right, last division: the AFC East. AFC East Bills favored at minus two forty. Dolphins at plus four seventy five. Patriots five to one. Jets twenty eight to one. That taxes and the Jets and the Giants being terrible. Am I right, King? Uh, Seth, tell me why you're picking the Bills. I mean, who wouldn't? Not me. Bills are good. I think that's good enough. (laughs) I mean, this division also kind of sneaky sucks. Like, I feel like the Patriots are sneaky. It's not sneaky at all. This defense, (laughs) this division is ass. I'm not sure the profile division there is. (laughs) I know. I don't know if the, the Finns or the Patriots made the playoffs in a load of the AOC. I just don't think they have what it takes. Bills might have the, the best Patriots. record and be the best team in the league. That's where you're wrong, yeah, the, but we'll get to that in a second. The yeah, Patriots the might be the worst record. Yeah. I mean, they have Joe Judge and Matt Patricia co-calling the offense for some reason, even though they don't have a defensive coordinator. And Matt Belichick is washed, dude. Coordinator. I think Belichick's <laughs> actually been is. washed for years, to be honest with you. He just I mean, he's, was able yeah. to hide behind the veil of Tom Brady for so long. He's taking I'm more pretty sure I've said Belichick is, is washed years ago, but. 
I gotta say, I'm starting to agree with you on Pete Carroll too. I mean, after long enough, you always do end up agreeing with me. So I don't know why you don't just do it from the start. <laughs> I know. I, I fight back. I say, I don't oh want Katie God, that's zero. That's such a Kyle sentence right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's my playoff lineup in the AFC. In the loaded AFC. The AFC, much better than AFC this year, kids. All right. Look that up in your encyclopedia. All right. So AFC, I got one seed Ravens, as long as Lamar doesn't shoot himself. Two seed Bills. Three seed Chiefs, four seed fucking Colts or whoever wins that division. I don't give a shit. They're they're gonna be the fourth seed no matter what. Wild card, fifth seed Chargers. Kyle talked them up. I love them as well. Six seed Bengals, then seven seed Broncos of Denver and Russell Wilson's racquetball court with a net. Seth, who do you have? I don't think it's big enough to be a racquetball court. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got Chiefs. And Bengals at the top, then Bills and Colts. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I feel like there's that top three tier, whoever you have from those divisions. Yeah. <laughs> and I could see all those teams having like 12 wins or more. Definitely. And then the Colts are going to be like eight and nine <laughs> and win the division. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, I got to go Broncos with the fifth seed. And then Ravens, and then Chargers. Okay, so we have the same team, Seth, and just in different yeah. orders. Kyle? Bengals, one. Mm. Bills, two. Chargers, three. Good old Colts, four. <laughs> Wild card. We got the Chiefs at five, mm-hmm. Baltimore at six, and the Broncos of Denver. Let's ride in seven. Let's ride. Let's ride. I think 10 and 7 has to be what you have to get to get into the playoffs in the AFC. So we have all the same teams just jumbled up. That's kind of boring. Someone's fucking. Yeah. Well, I do have a 10 and 7 unless you play for the AFC South. Yeah. That's correct. <laughs> all right. Super Bowl picks. Drum roll, please. As I do every year, I'm going to take the Chiefs over the Packers. And I just think, Why do you think Aaron Rodgers. With Alan Lazard as his number one. <laughs> I just think we see two FU seasons from Mahomes and Rodgers, the two best quarterbacks in the league. So sue me. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised by anything. And I could have picked any other team. But I chose to do that because I knew no one would pick those. Did you say you wouldn't be surprised by anything? If we're talking, if we're talking Alliance Texans Super Bowl, you won't catch me <laughs> surprised. That's for sure. <laughs> I debated making an argument for the Lions to win the (laughs) NFC North. I mean, they're frisky. They are frisky. They got that. They got that hard knocks bump. Kyle, who are you picking? Give it to me straight. Uh, We're gonna go the Bills and the Rams. Love it. Am I supposed to pick a winner? Because I'm gonna go Bills. I went Chiefs. So, I mean, gotta be the AFC, right? I don't know why I said that. No game, Seth. <laughs> Seth, who you pick? Yeah. All right, I mean, wait. I let me let me predict it right now. He's gonna pick Denver, the Minnesota. Yeah, it's gotta be Denver, Minnesota. If he has any what do you do in that situation? If that's the Super Bowl, who do you root for? I think he has to go to Morocco or something. Like he's got to get out of the country. <laughs> I mean, to one Flee extent, the it would be a win-win, and uh-huh. but ultimately, I would obviously vote. I would root for the Vikings. 
He said, obviously, and I didn't know what he was going to say after that. (laughs) (laughs) Russ has already won a Super Bowl. He's fine. That's true. Vikings Vikings have never won won a Super Super Bowl. Bowl They're one of the most despicable franchises in sports history. Can you imagine having to confront Dakota ever again if the Vikings were to win the Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins? Cousins. (laughs) I still can't believe some man in Nashville maybe lizzed all my 10 quarterbacks to prove that Kirk Cousins is a top 10 quarterback. (laughs) Some man. He was with us all weekend. (laughs) I had a bashful bladder. No, (laughs) some random bladder. It was Taylor Luen. All right, so go ahead. Yeah, so, I mean, I think, obviously, we know who, like, the favorites are. I think probably the most likely scenario would be Rams, Chiefs, Rams, Bills. Um, but give me Vikings, Broncos. This is the year, baby. Let's ride. <laughs> if you Skull. imagine Kirk Cousins having to go against Russell Wilson in a Super Bowl, that's fucking despicable. It's like Michael Jordan versus, I don't know. Who's Michael Jordan? Who's a bad player. Obviously, it's Kirk Cousins. He's, he's a basketball player, Kyle. He used to play for the Bulls. <laughs> All right, let's pick this stupid MVP award, which is dumb as fuck because it's always a quarterback and nothing matters. I'll pick Josh Allen, I guess. I'll give a shit. What do you guys think? Joe Burrow, baby. That's hey, right. I also said Joe Burrow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to be the quarterback of one of the top four seeds. You know, like yep. the one and two seed in the AFC, the one and two seed in the NFC. So it's a dumb award. All right. Let's go to Hot Take. Hot Take Central, starring Liam Neeson's. Do we do we save Kyle's for last? Because it's going to be the hottest? Yeah. Gotta be, right? I can go, right, I can go next. Mine's go pretty cold, I think. I don't know. You, you'll have to tell me if you think this is a hot take. I mean, it's like historical, but okay. it's kind of, I feel like you're going to agree with it. So. Um, my hot take is that the AFC as a conference will have the greatest collections of quarterbacks in league history. Mm. It's got to be, right? Let's read them off. So if you just look at like our playoff teams, right, we've got Patrick Mahomes, Joe yes. Burrow, Josh Allen, skip the Colts. <laughs> Russell Wilson, <laughs> Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson. I feel like the That's worst one of those is Lamar Jackson, who's literally the best running quarterback in history. It's not close. I mean, even Matt Ryan, who skipped, won an MVP. Yeah. So that's why I said, I mean, it. I mean, that's like historically great. And so in that sense, it's, it's hot, but it's also, I, I feel like, very likely to be the case. We're kind and of you got Derek Carr as well. You got Trevor Lawrence on the up and coming. Like it's it's deep. Derek Carr. I said Derek Carr. I'll stand by. It. He's he's good. He's fine. Need I remind you of? <laughs> you need not. I know exactly the what you're going to say. The game last year where there was like eight seconds left on the clock. Derek Carr scrambled for six and then threw the ball away. And then the announcers decided to say what an incredible decision by Derek Carr that was (laughs) to save the time. Who does he pay? Who does he pay to get this kind of these accolades from the announcers? Well, he's the better car brother, so he's got that going for him. I prefer Lightning McQueen. 
<laughs> we're talking cars. All right, I'll, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll go next because mine's probably not as hot as Kyle's. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars will make the playoffs. Okay. It can't be a hot take if you don't believe it. I believe it. How many times have we been over the rules? You didn't pick them to make the playoffs. Yeah, you didn't pick them. I sure didn't. You're correct. So, I think it's within the realm of possibilities, though, and I'm throwing it out. Let's discuss. <clears throat> the scourge of Urban Meyer is gone. Okay. Oh, I mean, anything from Urban Meyer is a, is a come up, and they have a Super Bowl winning coach in Doug Peterson. I mean, Urban Meyer was like probably losing them games, literally, right? And Trevor Lawrence is the truth, as we know. And he's now that he's free of Urban Meyer's ghastly arms around him, he will ascend to the quarterback we always knew he would be. And they spent a lot of free agency, which, as we know, usually helps add some wins, at least in year one. Yeah, they spent a lot in free agency because they paid, I think, Christian Kirk more than any other wide receiver in free agency. <laughs> That's correct. This is why it's a hot take. Yeah, if, I would be impressed if you had actually picked them to make the playoffs, but now you're just giving us a hot take that you think could maybe be true, but you don't actually think it will. That's correct. Their depth chart is the wildest depth chart I've ever seen in my life. There is no backup left tackle or left guard listed. <laughs> However, the players go, are all better on the right. They go four <laughs> tight ends deep and four running backs deep on this depth chart. They're making the playoffs. You heard it here first. And you heard it after our playoff predictions because I didn't. There's no there. third string wide receivers listed either. Are they, they going into the season with a 26 man roster? <laughs> <laughs> That's all they need. They're fielding just a defense, and then some Listen, of those I defensive think, players are going to play offense, I think. I just think there's a chance they win that division because it's the worst division in the league, and I'm not high on the Titans, and if Trevor Lawrence makes a leap, they could sneak into that four seed. That's all I'm saying. I just I didn't realize that when you told us to make a hot take, we should pick something that we don't think is true. If I had done that, I would have said the Bears will win the Super Bowl. Now that – would be a very hot take. <laughs> All right, Kyle, through, through the first six weeks of the season, mm-hmm. the Jaguars most likely go one, maybe two and four. One and five. Maybe schedule. Well, they're more of a back half team anyway. They might lose to the Giants <laughs> in week seven. Well, they're, they're going to lose the to the Colts. Broncos. They're not going to beat the Colts. They're going to beat the Colts week two because that's what happens every year. They're going to beat the Washington Commanders because that's not even a real name for a football team. Are you – this schedule is – you think they're going to make the playoffs? <laughs> well, I got to win against the Commanders well, no, and the Colts, doesn't. so they start off 2-0, and okay? <laughs> they, beat the, they beat the Texans twice. They beat the Giants, all right? I don't know if they, they beat the They take one against the Lions. They beat the Titans once. You're going to bet, bet against Brian DeBell? I have them at nine wins. No fucking chance that they have nine wins. Their win total is six and a half. I'm just going to run this whole segment when they make the playoffs. I'm going to run it in time. Their win total is six and a half with plus money on the over. Why why would you run this segment? 
to prove that you were wrong because they made the playoffs and you said they wouldn't? That's correct, yeah. <laughs> They'll add anything in Times Square these days. This is the he's, worst. He's, he's hedging his bets. He's going to repost the segment of them not making the playoffs if they don't. And if they yeah, do, I'm just going to shoot the solo. Segment. Oh my God. I'm disgusted. <laughs> All right, Kyle, go ahead. I, it's been how long and you still don't understand how to play hot take. Um, <laughs> Never understood it. <laughs> uh, I have that the Eagles are going to win 13 or more games. Wow. Oh, yeah. I'm on that too. I couldn't agree more. They're going to be the number one seed in the NFC. I've already right. wagered on it. But I would almost guarantee that the minority or the majority, there's under. not a majority. Yeah. <laughs> Let's bet him. I'll take the under on 13. Well, we got to give us better odds than that. I mean, they're, they're over under is nine and a half. I don't need better so odds. So you think <laughs> Kyle thinks 13? Or How more? about if they win 13, you give us 10? It's 13 or more. So if they win 13 do... or more, you give us 20. If No, let's do if they have 11 wins, it's a push. So you don't even think they what? get to 11 wins. So let's say I'm in. if they have 12 or more, y'all yeah. win the bet. If they have 10 or fewer, I win. And if it's exactly 11, which would be halfway between the line and what you think. Then Matt then has to pay us $5 lot. each. <laughs> this is still terrible odds for us. Because them to, them to win 12 games is probably like plus 300 or like plus 400. Yeah, but if they win exactly 11, Matt owes all of us five bucks. Okay, I'm in. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm booking it, so. <laughs> Good. Matt will, Matt will learn this soon, so. The people from Belgium will love that. <laughs> they are huge Eagles fans. All right. I think that's quite enough, don't you? I have long felt that way. <laughs> Kyle, send the listeners <laughs> off with some NFL preview Pod themed remarks. She's trying to take a wee in the hedges, is all. All right. <laughs> <laughs>